Hi, I'm Janet Deneef, founder and director of the Ubud Writers and Readers Festival. You are about to hear one of the highlight sessions of the 2021 event, which featured more than 150 storytellers and was explored through our theme, Mulat Sarira, self-reflection. So please settle in and let the magic of our 18th year continue. Uh, yeah, good morning to the first session of the Ubud Writers and Readers Festival. Have you been here since the first year? Third year. Look at that. I mean, uh, around uh, in the audience there, you'll find some of our dedicated volunteers who are very much a part of our family and who travel from far and wide just to help us out with this uh, festival. And for those of you who were here for our first festival, 2003, who was here? I was here. <laughs> Renee, she was here. Hey, this is like our first festival. It was kind of cosy like this, yeah? I think we had about 300 guests. <laughs> so um, you're kind of living history because it's the first festival we've had since 2019. It's the first opening, the first gathering, and I don't think you're going to see this again. So please enjoy every minute and, and look back with fondness you know, at, at a time when, uh, you know, we've all had the challenging, uh, a challenging year or more, yeah. So um, this is a COVID uh, <laughs> midway point. Uh, yeah, very excited about the program. Uh, as you know, it's partly online and also on the ground. So any sessions you can't see here, I mean, you'll be watching it virtually as well. Uh, but it sort of gives you two options, and we'll certainly be taking some of this online element into the festival next year. And please do examine the program. I know it's a bit confusing, but uh, we have some really great, great, great sessions because we've really explored the theme on every level, you know, to the whole self-reflection idea, to how we relate to others, to how we rela relate to our environment, you know, looking at nature, looking at uh, global warming, climate change, all those issues that concern us all. So please do examine the program. I also want to point out uh, another little project that the festival has been very excited about this year, apart from our emerging writers, is uh, the Weaving Project. I don't know if you're aware of this, but, uh, you know, with, with COVID um, and many people out of work, it's been a very interesting time to look at uh, the young entrepreneurs that are carving a new career for themselves. They're pivoting their careers, you know, so many are unemployed through um, the demise of, you know, hospitality, etc., tourism. So one initiative that the Ubud Writers and Readers Festival chose to support is the, the Pejeng Weavers. I forget their name, Tanun. Anyway, uh, and it's the, the cutest, cutest story. So in the middle of Pejeng, this cute village over there, there were some old women who were weaving, but not that often. They were just weaving, you know, slandang for the pura, something like that. And then uh, suddenly all these young women were unemployed. They mm. had no work. So a few great minds got together and said, what if we start weaving again? So the old women got out and dusted the looms and called all these young girls who were like 25, much younger than me, 
And then uh, they started weaving together. It's so cute. So one of the initiatives that we decided to do for the festival was to say to a lot of the international writers that cannot attend the festival, we're actually going to present you with a little gift from these women in the middle of Pejang who are weaving up traditional scarves, etc. And that's a gift from us, but it's also kind of your way of participating in their sustainability. So uh, we'll, be, we'll be sort of sending out more information about that, but uh, any of these initiatives that you can support is fantastic. And these scarves, they've used natural dyes, so it's mango leaves and indigo and uh, sapodilla fruit and all sorts of amazing things. So, uh, you know, we see it as our responsibility not just to support young writers and those in those creative industries, but also in the wider creative industry industries such as weaving, which is such an incredible culinary, or not culinary, cultural tradition of Indonesia. So, yeah, that's one thing we're doing. <laughs> In the meantime, I'd like to introduce my new best friend. This is <laughs> Pa Amin. Thank you. He's a linguistic genius. And he also studied in Melbourne. Yeah, I did. He loves Melbourne, that's where I'm from. <laughs> And uh, well, you worked in London as well. I mean, he's, he's amazing, and he's going to tell you all about his um, profession and all the bit about language. But he's from the Badan Pembinaan. Badan Pengembangan dan Pembinaan Bahasa. That's it. That's it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but and call he, it Badan Bahasa. Badan Bahasa. Sure. Yeah. And he's a, for you. And he's a specialist in forensic language. Linguistics. Linguistics. Okay, so Silakan Pak, he's amazing, so you're going to love listening to his story. Terima kasih. They've been amazing supporters of the festival this year, so all those gorgeous young writers, Indonesian writers that you see here, he's the man that made it happen. Big applause. Thank you. I think I've got the headset here. Uh, thank you, Janet. Uh, selamat pagi. Salam sejahtera bagi kita semua, Bapak dan Ibu sekalian. Uh, first of all, allow me to introduce the, uh, my presence here in English, and then I'll continue uh, the explanation in Indonesian. It's not because uh, I cannot speak English, but because I, in accordance with the regulation, I have to, uh, uh, because I'm representing the ministry, then I have to speak in Indonesian language. That's according, according to the regulation. Uh, but I will not apologize for this, because this is regulation. <laughs> well, uh, I will be very short in uh, sharing with you the policy that we have uh, in the uh, language agency. To be short, language agency, because uh, if you want to have it uh, incomplete, then language agency for language development and cultivation. It's too long, uh, but to be short, it's just the language agency. Uh, <clears throat> my role in the language agency is to, first of all, carry out the uh, programs that in accordance with the regulation, there are four actually. One is for the development of language and literature in Indonesian. Indonesian language and literature, one. Number two is the cultivation of 
the language uh, and literature. Number three is uh, uh, the uh, protection, conservation of language and literature of local languages. And number four, and this is one that I think is very challenging, to make Indonesian language as one of the lingua franca, the language of communication of wider community in the global uh, arena, which I think this is very uh, challenging and it's not easy to realize. Uh, and in accordance with the, uh, uh, the cultivation and development of literature, since last year, when I was appointed as the head of the language agency, I have prioritized, prioritized the uh, programs for the uh, uh, cultivation of and also the collaboration with young uh, uh, writers, especially for those working on uh, writing in local languages. Why this is important? Because I have seen the data that the uh, local languages, many of them are extinct. And this is something that we have to uh, look for, for the uh, strategies, how we can maintain the local languages. And for that, for, and also this is for, uh, I also thank to uh, the uh, committee here, to the event organizer, to Janet and the team, for allowing our agency to invite local writers, local language writers, to participate in this uh, uh, event. Yeah? This is a very, very prestigious event, and I have invited 25 uh, young writers yeah, from uh, many parts of Indonesia to take part in uh, this event. And we fully support them to come to this event. Uh, so, uh, thanks to the committee. And uh, for further explanation about uh, our program, I will uh, show in a minute. Right? Uh, baik, sekarang saya akan sampaikan uh, apa summary ya, ringkasan apa yang akan saya sajikan di dalam uh, apa Salindia Salindia ini. Salindia, do you know Salindia? No. And that's one of the words that I felt difficult to memorize uh, when I first came to Bahadan Bahasa. Salindia means slide. Yeah, slides. Yeah, this is the translation. But the translation sounds more difficult. Yeah, even for me as Indonesian speaker. Sorry about that. <laughs> Baik, uh, Bapak dan Ibu sekalian, uh, tadi saya sampaikan tentang peran badan bahasa, tugas badan bahasa. Nah, lalu apa yang kami lakukan di badan bahasa? Kami ini bertugas untuk melindungi, mengembangkan. Ya. Nah, terkait dengan sastra, khusus karena kita ini bicara tentang sastra, maka orientasi kami itu adalah mengembangkan sastra yang sehat. Jadi kata kuncinya adalah healthy literature. 
sastra yang sehat. Mengapa kita harus mengembangkan sastra yang sehat? Kalau sastra itu dikatakan sehat berarti lingkungannya juga harus sehat. Orang-orangnya juga harus sehat supaya ini berkembang karena kita mau mengembangkan sastra. Nah, oleh karena itu, sastra yang akan kami kembangkan ya, katakanlah di badan bahasa selama ini yaitu sastra yang memang akan berkembang sampai ke mungkin kiamat minus dua ya. Jadi H minus dua kiamat gitu. Nah, ini yang akan kami kembangkan. Nah, artinya sastra ini adalah sastra yang akan mampu mengantisipasi persoalan-persoalan yang muncul. Baik itu persoalan-persoalan sosial, persoalan-persoalan politik, persoalan-persoalan ekonomi, dan persoalan-persoalan lain yang dihadapi oleh umat manusia. Dan sastra adalah representasi dari ini semua. Nah inilah tujuan kami mengembangkan sastra di badan bahasa kali ini. Nah itu satu, kata kuncinya adalah kami akan mengembangkan sastra yang sehat. Dan ini terbukti ya, kalau misalnya perdebatan-perdebatan atau polemik-polemik di dalam sastra yang tentu saja itu bukan bukan apa wilayah saya untuk mengomentarinya, Tapi catatan kita akan mengacu kepada bahwa polemik di dalam sastra sepanjang itu memang dikembangkan untuk pengembangan sastra itu sendiri dan untuk pemberdayaan masyarakat, maka itu sesungguhnya adalah sesuatu yang sehat. Karena dari polemik itu, dari diskusi itu, dari forum itu akan berkembang dari hari ke hari sastra itu akan semakin uh, apa tumbuh di masyarakat. Nah itu yang kedua. Yang ketiga ya, Kami melihat ya, bahasa-bahasa daerah di Indonesia yang jumlahnya 718 ini yang eh, apa sastra lisannya eh, sastra sastranya sendiri baru teridentifikasi itu sekitar 130-an begitu ya. Ini kan potensi yang luar biasa besar ya. Sastra daerah ini untuk dikembangkan supaya ini nanti menjadi bentuk kekayaan yang akan berkontribusi terhadap perkembangan sastra Indonesia. Jadi fokus kami saat ini adalah bagaimana sastra Indo, sastra daerah ini berkembang bisa berkontribusi untuk perkembangan sastra Indonesia, begitu. Dan ini akan terjadi resiprokal gitu ya. Sastra daerah berkembang, sastra Indonesia berkembang, ini akan saling mempengaruhi, saling menguntungkan. Nah, oleh karena itu, pada tahun ini ya kami mulai karena saya baru setahun ya I just appointed uh, it, uh, I was appointed last year, so it's only one year that I uh, have chaired the uh, language agency. So saya membuat program itu adalah mari kita bina para sastrawan muda. yang akan berkembang ini saya bukan berarti menafikan keberanian orang tua ya bukan berarti orang tua sudahlah sebentar lagi juga orang tua akan tadi masuk kotak ya kata sajaknya Kang Godi tapi yang lebih penting itu adalah membina yang muda-muda ya emerging writers are more important for us although it does not mean that all generation will soon in quotation pass away no Right? It's not that idea. Tapi mereka yang sudah di older generation ini adalah membina, ya, menjadi fasilitator, begitu. So that emerging writers will develop, will grow from the communities. Nah, 
inilah yang kami lakukan di badan bahasa sekarang ya I have <coughs> I coordinate uh, uh, 30 offices in the 30 provinces in Indonesia jadi saya meminta kepada and I instruct the uh, uh, representative from our office di 30 provinsi lakukan pembinaan terhadap sasrawan-sasrawan muda ya itu di semua tempat nah caranya macam-macam ya misalnya mereka menulis melalui sayembara kemudian mereka adakan uh, komunitas-komunitas yang memang akan bergerak dalam bahasa-bahasa daerah itu lakukan pembelajaran di sekolah nah ini adalah yang kami lakukan karena kami merasa bahwa ini adalah yang bagian terpenting ya dalam pelaksanaan tugas kami nah ini di dalam konteks badan bahasa tentu harus ada kajian-kajian ilmiahnya ya mengapa itu penting nah tim kami di badan bahasa itu terdiri atas orang-orang yang sangat committed ya untuk pengembangan sastra ini nah oleh karena itu kami melakukan berbagai macam cara gitu ya supaya sastra-sastra daerah dan juga sastra Indonesia ini berkembang bersama-sama begitu ya kemudian berikutnya nah kami juga melakukan apa semacam festival-festival sayembara-sayembara untuk menampung aspirasi para sastrawan dalam menulis Nah, kami melakukan pembinaan itu, pemberian penghargaan, presenting the awards, ya. Dan ini sudah banyak jenisnya. We have many kinds of awards, ya. Apakah untuk yang senior uh, uh, apa writers, junior or emerging writers, ya. Even for the uh, school students, ya. Nah, ini adalah salah satu strategi yang kami buat, ya. Nah. Memang ada ada levelnya ya mana yang untuk orang-orang yang sudah uh, senior untuk yang hebat-hebat begitu mereka berkompetisi dan kami memberikan uh, apa assessment ya evaluation uh, on their works ya literary works nah, dan bulan Oktober ya ini adalah bulan di mana kami melakukan celebration of the uh, language uh, month of language ya yeah, gitu during October, the whole October and on the 28th of October this is the uh, apa uh, puncak perayaan ya yeah. nah pada saat itu kami akan presenting we will be presenting the awards on the 28th of October every year ya yeah. jadi Ini adalah waktu yang pas ya uh, Ubud Writers and Readers Festival ini dilaksanakan pada bulan Oktober sehingga kami bisa support ya uh, kegiatan ini gitu. And I hope ya yeah, this is not the first and the last ya. It's good. Ya. Ya karena apa ya uh, saya punya pikiran once we are committed to something good ya yeah, we have to keep it going 
ya begitu. Jadi kalau Ubud Festival sudah sudah 18 tahun, ya ini kan berarti terus menerus ya. Nah kami pun akan melakukan hal yang sama gitu ya. Tidak ada yang sifatnya so I will always avoid the what we call hit and run. Ya, this is something that I don't like. Ya, so we have to keep continuing the the good works that we have done. Nah, jadi itu yang uh, intinya ya, yang yang saya perlu sampaikan pada forum ini. Terus uh, nah, ini yang tadi saya sampaikan, ya. This is the strategy that I have adopted ya, for the development of local language writers, ya. Uh, so This is only this year that we have just introduced this to the public, to the schools and to, to communities. And, and this is uh, uh, something that we will carry on, yeah? we'll keep continuing. This year we uh, uh, pilot this in three provinces and next year, I ha- this is good news actually, Uh, yesterday, the minister has confirmed that my proposal to expand the uh, implementation of this model to include 12 provinces has been approved. Yeah. So thanks, the minister. Yeah. Just because the minister also sees that this is something good, that we have to continue. Yeah. Uh, and I... I am very grateful that the minister has the passion yeah, and also has the vision yeah, to continue this good work. Yeah. And he has approved my proposal. Thank you. Yes. Samatanya, uh, is, is there any province in particular that has stronger local language? Ya, yeah. uh, yang uh, apa? Kalau if we talk about provinces, ya, yeah, yang kuat itu misalnya Jawa Timur, kemudian Jawa Tengah, Bali, Jawa Barat, itu the local language literature uh, exist, ya, yeah, dan itu cukup kuat, banyak. banyak uh, apa istilahnya peminatnya ya gitu. Nah, ini kami bekerja dengan komunitas. Nah, uh, ada yayasan di di Jawa Barat ya, Yayasan Rancage yang uh, memberikan penghargaan kepada para penulis sastrawan dari bahasa daerah. Kemarin saya dengar ya dari uh, peserta diskusi dari Kang Godi Dan juga semalam uh, ini wakil dari Madura, Matoya, eh, Matoyu, mohon maaf, Matoyu ini seorang sastrawan dari Madura, dan dia katakan komunitas di Madura ini sedang berkembang, ya, yang muda-muda ini. Nah, saya juga nanti di program tahun depan, ya, for next year. in the 12 provinces that have been selected 
itu akan muncul sasrawan-sasrawan baru. Nah, yang 12 itu eh, sementara ini ya, Jawa Barat, Jawa Tengah, eh, Sulawesi Selatan, Bali, Kalimantan Tengah, Kalimantan Timur, Papua, NTT, NTB, Maluku, Maluku Utara. Satu lagi apa ya? Sumatera Utara. Ya, so 12. Nah itu apa yang kami akan apa lakukan program ini. I mean, because in Bali, uh, while in Ubud, you know, most people speak Balinese. I've noticed uh, in Denpasar, some of the young families and the parents mm. uh, don't encourage their children to speak Balinese. They want them to speak Indonesian or even uh, English. So mm. do you have a program that's also going to tell the parents that this is part of their cultural heritage? Yeah. Nah, itulah saya melalui kantor Bahasa Bali, ya, Balai Bahasa Bali, uh, membuat apa integrated model ya di situ ada sekolah masyarakat keluarga ya dan pemerintah nah ini uh, part of our program is what you have said just before itu and and he's the uh, uh, head of the uh, uh, language center in Bali Pak Toha ya. Yeah. Okay. Saya pikir itu ya uh, yang perlu saya sampaikan dan kalau masih ada waktu kita boleh diskusi. Okay. Yeah, any questions in the audience actually? Because it's a really exciting initiative uh, and something we've always been concerned about, yeah, like uh, uh, how to um, help the local language survive mm. because it's so connected to your identity. Yeah? So what happens when you lose your own language? I mean, do you, is there any studies about cultures that actually lose their language? I don't think yeah, uh, there, there are studies on this, on these particular issues uh, in our, our language agency, but I don't know in uh, universities, for example. Yeah, because I'm not uh, in that area. Yeah, but if you talk, if you ask me about forensic linguistics, I can, I can uh, talk about this 24/7. <laughs> any any questions? So so when you talk about the program Town the Pan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the process? What are the steps to create? Uh, young writers writing in their own language what's your plan ya yeah, uh, cara kami adalah ya pertama kami akan dan ini sudah terjadi mulai tahun ini juga kami bertemu dengan komunitas ya uh, karena umumnya para para sastrawan ini hidup di komunitas nah kami mengajak komunitas untuk mengidentifikasi program apa yang kira-kira bisa menarik para calon uh, penulis baru. Nah, kemudian kami gerakan ke sekolah. Jadi sekolah ini adalah sebagai tempat pembibitan, ya, uh, sebagai tempat untuk membina calon penulis-penulis muda. Nah, mulai dari SD ya sampai 
sekarang ini baru SMP ya karena kalau SMA sudah agak susah memasukkan kurikulum karena itu uh, menjadi pilihan nah kami bekerja bersama ya kemudian memilih materi-materi pembinaan selama di sekolah itu apa yang diberikan uh, kepada para siswa dan tidak tidak kaku ya very flexible so the materials the teaching materials for the school kids are decided in discussion with the teachers and the parents what they need so it is very contextual jadi kata anak muda sangat kekinian ya jadi materi-materinya dibuat dalam bentuk materi yang disukai oleh anak-anak jadi kalau misalnya mau bercerita ya storytelling what issue are you going to uh, to share to, to tell about so it is decided uh, in discussion with the participants as well and for those who don't understand uh, Amin is from the linguistics ministry or board uh, in Jakarta and he's created a plan for his whole thing is about language and also maintaining the language there's over how many languages in Indonesia 718 718 so <laughs> he doesn't want them to die because you know research shows around the world that uh, so many languages are being lost yes. and so his job is to try and uh, help them survive so he's you're focusing on 12 regions yeah. uh, with a plan to go to the primary schools and to encourage the young kids to write so it's it's sort of that idea of creating emerging writers at a, at a very young age and encouraging them to write in their own language yeah. and i guess the uh, aim for that too is to make them value their own language because uh, you know with the you know the modern world and netflix and english everywhere you know there's uh, sometimes they lose their appreciation of their own language because it's part yeah. of their identity uh, so basically this is actually the a kind of a new approach to language revitalization so this is how we go about this how we carry out this this program so that it is uh, executable in the in the schools and the learners will love uh, learning and writing in their local languages and in the ministry uh, and also uh, in the public language revitalization or language protection is a big issue now yeah like two days ago or three days ago yeah in the 5th of 5th of october compass issued a report special report on the loss of local languages in indonesia uh, in the last in the last 10 years yeah the report mentioned about the loss of more than 11 languages lost just because of the decrease in the number of speakers and when we approached them to revitalize the language the local languages their languages they said no we don't need the language anymore so it is it is subject to the attitude of the speakers as well if we if we want to revitalize the language but the speakers don't want to do this then we cannot do this we cannot do anything so that's that's one of the difficulties in revitalizing the language so 
what we do now and we will do next year is that we will approach the speakers and then we will ask them, do you still want to keep your languages? If they do, let's do it together. Yeah. Yeah? So, and it will be more difficult if the language is not taught in schools. Like the situation like in East Nusa Tenggara, 72 languages in the area, in one province. In Papua, 483 languages. So how can we maintain this? While the speaker is decreasing from time to time. So something that is sad. Yeah. And it's, look, for Sundanese, yeah, Sundanese is a big language. I speak Sundanese. Do you, know, do you know what he means when he says Sundanese? Yeah, in West Java. West Java. Yeah, in West Java. Yeah. Sundanese is spoken more than, by more than 40 million people. Wow. So you can imagine. This is a big language. But the statistics shows that in the last 10 years, the speakers decrease. And how, ma how many? Two million people in 10 years. So this is something that we have to think about. How we will be able to protect the languages. That's why I, I uh, uh, implement, I, I will apply the method, the strategy for this, not only for small languages, but also to the big languages like Sundanese, Javanese, Balinese. So Balinese enjoys the, enjoys the regulation just because the regulation is uh, uh, observed by almost all communities, but not in any other parts. Yeah. Mm -mm. But you're you're recording the language anyway, yeah? You have documentation. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I read that uh like in Australia, um some of the indigenous communities have totally lost their language. Mm. So they've been trying to research and find uh, the words because nothing was written down and, mm. and that's a tragedy, yeah. Yeah, that's part of the conservation. Yeah. yeah. The, the conversation, but unfortunately, we have not documented all the 718. Yeah, this is very unfortunate. Even if they are documented, it's not complete. So, because we are, when we are talking about conservation, then we are talking from, let's say, from morphophonological aspects, the sounds of the language, the internal structures of language, the syntax or the sentences construction, and the meaning, the uh, 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 was it the dictionaries? So we have not documented this quite well, unfortunately. Yeah, just because of, let's say, the spread of the language uh, in the archipelago, and it's very, very expensive from to travel from one place to another. Yeah, just to meet, for example. Uh, a speaker, yeah, and many of them do not have the orthographic system, the writing system. Yeah. Okay, did you, uh, we're just about to finish up. Um, did you want to explain this last diagram? Yeah. Well, this is actually what I have mentioned before, right? This is how we strengthen the network yeah, to create the ecosystem. 
of how we can make the literature grow. So, tokoh adat, ya, sastrawan, badan bahasa, and then researchers, uh, cultural institutions, uh, men of culture, uh, pelaku seni, artists, so uh, mass media, young generations, communities, people, uh, uh, was it parents? So all people will have to take part uh, in the in the creation of the ecosystem of literature. So this is what I mean by showing this. So you have a big job ahead of you. I do. <laughs> so no Netflix we, for you. Yeah, we ask for the support from everyone. We don't want to exclude people, but we want to ask them to take part. That's the principle. Well, it's a fantastic initiative, and we're we're looking forward to being a part of this next year because he's going to support our festival. <laughs> so, thank you very much, thank Papa. You. It's uh, been you. a pleasure having thank a chat you. to you. We we had dinner last night, so he's my new best friend. <laughs> okay, terima kasih banyak. Terima kasih.